Fort Charlotte is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Find out more at queencitypodcastnetwork.com. This is Sports Charlotte, the podcast about sports in Charlotte. My name is Herb White. I am editor-in-chief at the Charlotte Post. Baseball is the American pastime. In Gastonia, it's been missing in action for about 30 years. That's going to change in 2021. There's a new team coming along. The owner is Brandon Bellamy, a developer from Maryland who did not play baseball as a kid or get into the sport that much, but he has a dream. He wants to transform downtown Gastonia into a primetime entertainment and sports complex. The baseball team that he owns is part of that plan. He's also a developer, as I said, which means he's going to work on putting the pieces together to bring that part of the city to life. I had a chance to talk to him. And this is what we talked about. Welcome to our podcast. Uh, it's obviously an exciting time for you. You own a baseball team, and it's of the professional variety, and it's uh, it's a historic uh, deal. Uh, kind of give me an idea of how you're feeling today, uh, now that all the pieces are in place for you to own the team in Gastonia, and be part of the revitalization of the neighborhood surrounding the new ballpark. Okay. Well, first, thanks for having me on. I'm excited to talk to you. Um, how do I feel? Um, I'm excited. I'm excited. Um, you know, the scary kind of nervous excitement. You want uh, it to be a great product. You want people to feel good about it. Um, but uh, the people, the citizens, uh, they make me feel good every time I talk to them. They're so excited about it. Um, it's infectious, so uh, it, it, it's keeping me motivated. Um, I'm excited for what it can do for the community. I, I actually was just there um, yesterday, and it was just amazing the buy-in that everyone had for it. You know, um, younger people, older people, across socioeconomic, um, you know, factors. It, it doesn't matter. Everyone just loves Gastonia. They're really proud of their community and they're all super for the for the team. And you know, there's lots of opinions and ideas about um, the name, which is exciting. And I know we'll talk about that too. But the name of team contest is just hilarious. And listen, Herbert, I cannot tell you the names that are on this list, but there are like, you know, 400. There are over 450 submissions. It's only been, you know, five or six days. Um, and the names are some of the names are awesome. Some are hilarious. Um, the people of Gastonia are very creative, I must say. So now in terms of the name, are you looking for something that's creative or are you looking for something that kind of matches the feel and the vibe of Gastonia or what are the ground rules? You know what? Um, you know, the contest is over on the 31st. It's um, GastoniaProBaseball.com. What am I looking for? I'm looking for something that – you know, that they're going to, the community is going to embrace, something that really represents them, um, that they're going to be proud of, um, and that the team can live up to, right? So I, I'm excited about <laughs> some of the names, but some are funny, 
Um, and, and I cannot tell you, but after the contest is over, I promise to share with you some of the hilarious submissions, which have just been, it tickled me to death. I'm sure there's some really far out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's, there's some names, man. There's yeah. some names. Yeah. Uh, I know a lot of people have made a big deal out of, uh, out of this particular, uh, piece of your transaction that you are black and you're the first black majority owner of a professional baseball team since uh, the mid to late 1980s. Uh, how much of that have you had time to think about, or is that even something that you've considered? Um, I, I never focused on that. Um, I don't focus on that in, in my business now. You know, I, I try to, you know, grow and run a successful commercial real estate company that's mission-led. I just happen to be black. Um, but I am aware of the significance of the moment, uh, you know, and, and I'm, I'm honored that people are inspired by it, but it was not something that I zeroed in on. You know, what I focused mostly on is that the community needed the project to move forward. And this was what it was going to take to do that. And, um, you know, when we're focused on a project, you know, we do whatever it takes. So, um, the fact that all of this comes along with it is, is, is awesome. Um, there's a rich history um, of, of blacks in athletics and blacks in baseball, and, and I'm honored to be a part of it. And when you talk about black folks in baseball, uh, kind of give me an idea of, of your background, your, your baseball story, if you will. Uh, did you play? Uh, were you engaged in the sport some other way? or? What is it that, that led you to no, this particular no, 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 I wasn't. You know, I boxed as a kid. Um, I did not play baseball. It, it hasn't been until, you know, recently I really appreciate what the sport means. You know, there, there are things I like about it, the teamwork that's involved, um, the fact that, you know, the seasons are long, so it's really it, – it can be a grind, right? You've got to really show your character and show your mettle. Um, I like the patience that you have to have in the game. Um, you've got to be alert. Um, you know, you can't be lulled to sleep. But I didn't play baseball, you know. Um, and I, I appreciate that my grandfather did. Um, and I've heard stories about that. But uh, I personally didn't. Okay. And kind of give me an idea of how you and Gastonia wound up connecting together. Are are, are you a North Carolina native or you have some 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 anchor, some base? Uh, to the state, or how did this come about? You know, um, two different angles. Um, my father was from Whiteville, North Carolina, um, which is, you know, my Carolina connection, if you will. And he passed away from cancer a few years ago, so I'm sure he'd be delighted to know that I'm doing a project in North Carolina. I'm sure he's getting a kick out of that. Um, because I didn't often go uh, down there for the summer as much as he probably would have liked me to have, so I'm getting a kick out of it. I'm sure he is, too. Um, but Gastonia, you know, I heard about it because I I, um, I work in, in, in communities that are often underinvested, and I was going to closing, uh, a groundbreaking, actually, for a project that I'm doing in, um, in just outside of Washington, D.C., and a gentleman that I used to work for many, 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 many years ago 
came and he told me about um, the opportunity. We had a great conversation about it. Um, and I actually went and toured the, I toured the area and I started talking to people on the street. It's one of the things that I do whenever I'm going into a new place. I, you know, I don't announce that I'm going. I just go and I talk to people. And it was so amazing what people had to say about the community. You know, they talked about some of the struggles that they've gone through. And I was just really impressed with their resilience and their grit and um, their passion for the community. And then I met with the mayor and the city council. And, and basically, they were on frequency with what the citizens were saying. And they didn't know that I had been speaking to, you know, just random people. And I could just really, I could really, um, I could really support that. You know, it aligns with my, my, my story. Um, it, 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 it puts me in a position to work with people who value the same character traits that I do, grit, perseverance, hard work. Um, and they were just so passionate about it. And I, I just, you know, kind of fell in love with the people. And, and, uh, and, and it was, you know, and it was a challenging project. I was really impressed with what it would take, um, to move the project forward, what it took for the, the, the political body to sort of take the risk of going out here and funding the stadium. And they, you know, they didn't have a team lined up, but they knew they needed economic development. They needed some, a generator. They needed something to kick off, catalyze, um, a transformation in their, in their community. And they knew that there was no cavalry coming to save them. No one was going to show up, you know, and just, you know, lay everything out on a silver platter for them. That just hasn't been their history. And they rolled up their sleeves and they jumped in and did it themselves. And that's, you know, that's my style too. And anytime I can help people that are doing that, um, I'm always going to try to do that. You know, one of the things that uh, it looks like is becoming uh, more and more a part of sports is development. Uh, of course, obviously uh-huh. you're, you're developing players because it's it's the minors. Uh, but in terms of real estate development and community development, that seems to be the thing that everybody is trying to get to these days. Uh, whether you're talking about David Tepper with the Carolina Panthers and Major League Soccer trying to develop areas in Rock Hill as well as in Charlotte, is that something that that you look at and you say, you know, I'd like to try that too. Take a sport and develop business and communities around a franchise. Well, you know, that's an interesting, interesting question. Um, I mean, I'm in the real estate development space, but my thought is that development, just by definition, it means to take something from its existing state and help it to realize its highest potential. That's literally what it means. So whether that was, you know, a piece of real estate, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a team, whether it's a player, whether it's a young person, I don't care what it is that you are trying to develop. It means to help it to achieve its highest potential. So, you know, I love the idea of that. I love the process of that. Um, and so if we can do that for players, if we can do that for teams, if we can do that for this community, if we can do that for the real estate that surrounds it, you know, I find the tasks and the activities that you have to do to accomplish that are pretty congruent across, you know, across sector, across um, areas of activity. So um, I'm looking forward to it. And I think uh, the, the general management staff of the team and the operations staff that we're pulling together, you know, that they're going to be focused on that. You know, we want to help these players get to the next level. We want to help them be good people and good citizens. So, 
we've got a 360-degree view, I think, of what this can be and what it can be for people. Now, would you look at the landscape of minor league baseball? Uh, Major League Baseball is kind of taking a step away. There are fewer teams now across America, and the pandemic, of course, is cramping everybody's sure. style. Uh, what do you see as the challenges as as you gear up for that first season? Yeah, well, you know, um, you're right. I mean, I do see, I think you, you stated the challenges, but I, I see some opportunity there too. Um, I think you got a lot of talented people who might be looking for some opportunities, and I think we're going to be in position to offer them. I think at some point, um, as challenging as this time period is for us all, things will normalize. And I think that we're going to be uh, in a unique position when that happens. Um, people are going to be looking for opportunities, and I think we're going to be able to provide some. Uh, and hopefully, you know, we'll also be able to, you know, set an example for other people, you know, um, to get involved. I mean, minor league baseball is about fans in the sands, right? You know, it's about – you know, affordable, family-friendly fun. Um, it's about the community. It's about engagement. It's about coming out for that, you know, two or three hours and really forgetting about, you know, all the problems you may have and just enjoying yourself, enjoying the community, enjoying your neighbors. And I think that's a big deal. If we can get other people to get involved in this particular business, I think you can do a lot for a lot of communities. Um, so if we can help set an example to do that, um, even in spite of what you're seeing with the pandemic and in spite of what you're seeing with the contraction of teams in, 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 the, in, the, in the league right now, I think it's, it's a good example. I could think of several other communities that probably would benefit from what Gastonia is doing and what I think we'll be able to do there. And I'm hoping that the, I'm hoping that the trend picks up. Now you are playing in the Atlantic League, which, you know, is totally different from the South Atlantic League, but what uh, aspects or guidance have you gotten from folks with the Atlantic League or some of the other franchise owners uh, in the league in terms of, you know, you're new, but here we're going to provide some wisdom and you can take it for what it's worth. It's been amazing. I mean, to be honest, um, First of all, the Atlantic League is definitely delivering first-in-class baseball. You know, um, the other owners in the league, it really embraced me. Um, they've reached out. They've been sharing ideas. You know, they made themselves available to me. I mean, obviously, I've got a lot to learn. These guys are going to probably forget more about how to run these teams than I'm going to learn. But, you know, I'm grateful for their for their friendship and for their transparency and their and their and their willingness to just, you know, help a young guy try to do something great here. So uh, it's it's a learning experience, and we're, we're, we're in it right now. You know, how we're laying out the plan, how we're stacking management, you know, deploying services, you know, vendor relationships. I mean, these guys have just been amazing. Um, and so I'm, I'm, I could not be more happy to be um, a member and an owner in the Atlantic League. Uh, what is the timeline in terms of, getting from the announcement um, a few weeks ago to building the team that's going to take the field on opening day uh, in terms of uh, building a front office, manager, uh, bringing in players, that type of thing. Does yesterday sound familiar? 
because right now we're definitely uh, we're definitely on a on a on a tight timetable. Assuming uh, that we do play in 2021, um, we're in a process right now developing the, the team name. We're pulling up um, great people for front office. Uh, we'll probably we're going to be set to play. You know, April May 2021. That's the schedule. Um, but I think it will start to see more. Um, more amplification and the gravity and the attraction into the main office probably end of the year. You know, we'd probably be making some stronger baseball announcements around that time uh, about general manager, you know, coaching, pitching staff, stuff like that. But I think people are going to, you know, the purists, people that really love this, are going to be very interested in it. Um, so I, I think that that tracks well from where we are right now. But we definitely have our 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 our, our, our foot to the to the, the, the pedal um, and trying to pick up speed. But, you know, with so much quality talent in the marketplace, that's also helping us out a lot, too. And without a major league affiliate relationship, does that make it more difficult to get players, coaches, and front office people? Or is this the type of, of uh, platform where it's actually a good thing and you can go out and experiment to build the type of mousetrap that works for you? Yeah, pros and cons. We're pros and cons. I mean, it sure would be nice um, to look at, uh, you know, some help on the player salaries that come with affiliated ball. Um, but uh, I will tell you that I think we get to try some different things out. Um, and I think we're, we've got some exciting plans um, for who we'll bring in and giving some opportunities to people that probably don't often get them. And I think that they're going to, they're going to exceed expectations. So I'm excited about that. So yeah. Um, you know, it's, 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 it doesn't have that tether, but, you know, not having that, you know, there's a security that kind of comes from that, but not having that also, you know, opens up a wide range of creativity. And I think um, our team is going to take advantage of that. Okay. So one last question, and it's a fill in the blank question. This franchise. Oh, is- man, man, don't do it. Absolutely. Don't do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. This, <laughs> this franchise will be a success when blank. There, it's simple. All right, repeat it. All right, repeat it. This franchise will be a success when... That's a good one. I think this franchise will be a success when it takes on the character of the community that it's in. Grit, perseverance, hard work, doing what it takes to be successful, um, and 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 being a good pe- being a good person, which is what I pick up from Gaston. Can I can I go with that as an answer? Oh yeah, absolutely. I think that's a fine answer. And I really do appreciate you taking the time to talk to me about all the things that are going on from the from the name the team contest to uh, just development all the way around players. Front office. Listen, 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 listen. It was a pleasure to talk to you. As when I come back to town, we gotta try to hook up because I need to be taken to the place with the best barbecue. It's like the whole thing. Like every time I come to town, I'm not, I'm, I'm not getting steered in the right direction. <laughs> I, I would like to, I would like to, you know, for you and I to hang out so we could do that. You're, you're local, right? You know your way around, right? You wouldn't miss well, me. I, well, I would hope so, <laughs> and I'll do my best. <laughs> All right, listen, man, it's a date. Don't don't leave me hanging. <laughs>
Okay, I will. It's a date, no doubt about it. Thank you so very much. All right, Herbie. Thank you for your time. I appreciate it. Thanks again to Brandon Bellamy for spending some time with us to talk about baseball, development, and a little bit of history, which is what we really like to do around here. And thank you for listening in on Sports Charlotte. And be sure to subscribe, download, whatever you need to do, whatever you like to do with your podcast at Queen City Podcast Network, as well as Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can also find us at thecharlottepost.com, as well as social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, if anybody's still using it, yeah. All of those, we have accounts. Go and check us out for all our content, not just sports, but uh, news and entertainment, uh, sports, a little bit of sports, a lot of sports. Anyway, check us out and become a subscriber. You know, this stuff doesn't pay for itself all the time, you know. So uh, we love the support. We love the feedback. So become a subscriber and help us to keep on our mission of bringing news and information to you. So once again, for everybody here at the Charlotte Post, my name is Herb White. Thanks for listening. Sports Charlotte is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Find out more at queencitypodcastnetwork.com.